wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Mayhem Podcast, your boys, Matt. Brian, I'm fixing my mic because I forgot to do this beforehand. And not only are we back, <laughs> the movies are back. We, yes, that's true. We, finally, we waited this one out. We, we planned this ahead. Yep. We, we beat COVID. We, <laughs> single-handedly. Single-handedly. <laughs> Our efforts beat COVID. Right. Yeah, me and you saved the world. We held it down. We, yes. Uh, saved the long-lost art of Long Island movie podcasting. Yes. They needed the bad boys of Long Island movie podcasting to do it. To revitalize the the slumping box office. Of Long Island. Of Long Island. Of, of, of one specific yeah. movie theater that should technically just be condemned by now. <laughs> but, but it's still there. God bless every it. Other movie, every other movie market in the country still tanking. But... Yeah, but this one. But this one. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway. You're welcome. And, and you got to be thinking, we took a long hiatus, you know what I mean, from going to the theaters, mm-hmm. mainly because they were closed, but even after they were closed... It wasn't, all, nothing felt like this is it. Nothing like, drew should, our eye, yeah. right? And if it did, it probably came out on HBO Max as well. Right, I think the that streaming thing, which is a, definitely a conversation for probably at the end of the year, mm-hmm. to see how it did with the movies, but I think it... Excuse me, I've got a little choked up. But... <laughs> But no, uh, I think I think it does hurt it a little bit. Sure. Where you could be like, well, why would I want to go to the the movies to see? Why would I want to spend thirteen, fifteen dollars to see In the Heights when I got it on HBO Max? Right. You know, I could watch a couple episodes. I'm curbed, already paying for it, and I'm already paying for it. Yeah. Like I'm paying less to see it now. Yeah. Than I would be going to the movie theater. Hundred percent. I mean, and I understand why they did it. You know, they had no idea when theaters would be back on yep. you know they didn't know how this would affect the market was already going down long term right they didn't know at what point the vaccines would be right. in place which i don't know if you've been driving around new york at all but i heard a, a radio commercial for the vaccines oh. which they've been doing a ton of ton of good, good good spots for the vaccines trying to get to the people of new york and probably in other states do it too mm-hmm. but one of those spots was like so, you're wondering how they got a vaccine out so quickly? Oh, well, yeah. they got fucking money. I and it's not that. 1904 anymore, you dumb bitches. <laughs> Get the shot. <laughs> it's like, motherfucker, we spent a ton of money on this. They, they really did. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it was, uh, it's, it'll be interesting to, yeah, you're right. It'll be interesting to talk about, like, how the face of just movies, the, the whole industry yeah. has changed. But we have to talk about a separate face of the industry. One... This that is has not changed at all. <laughs> this was the most calculated move. Yeah, one of the more uh, risk assessed. <laughs> yeah, he, this is possibly one of the more well planned out, well thought out releases out of any movie that has that has been affected by the pandemic. Mm. And the movie we're going to be talking about, which is helmed by possibly one of the m- smartest minds in in the current movie distribution movie making it's the fast saga fast nine and it's really helmed by vin diesel yeah give him his credit vin diesel's personal dnd campaign vin yeah exactly vin, Di- <laughs> vin diesel has in every one of his movies that he is now that he is because he's now a mega star yeah I mean, either he'll tell you 
or he'll have the characters in the right. movies tell you. Right. But he's kind of smart that the fact that he has a diverse cast yeah. that plays to many different markets. Right. Uh, he has. He knows is it, that him though? He yeah he like has specific. Oh really? Yeah, like Triple X, Return of Xander Cage. Oh yeah. He like picked people to be in it because he that knows movie like wasn't good either. Oh no, but it made money. It did. Yeah. Okay. And that's the thing. His movies are not good. No. But they make money. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really, unfortunately, the goal. That you is know? the goal. You don't, but I mean, then again, you don't look at a Fast 9 and be like, this is for the arts. Right. Right. <laughs> and then also, you could look at Fast 9 and be like, there's a lot in here that is definitely made to make fans happy. Yes. You know what I mean? This, I think this was, it definitely was not the best of the Fast. No. But it had a lot of the stuff that makes the Fast pretty great. That's a good way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to say it. Um, <laughs> it had a lot of... But also, like, the things that the Fast... Like, a lot of the lines that the Fast franchise has been teetering on for a while mm. just blows right past them in this right. one. It, it's self-aware. Yeah. It goes to space. Yeah. I mean, we can we can say that because it's not a spoiler because they gave it away in the 15-minute trailer that they put out oh, at the yeah. beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, they have family issues <laughs> they replace characters that might bring a character back like there's a whole lot of like stuff that they're doing yeah absolutely absolutely at this point it's not so much of like what would make sense right it's more just like what would make people happy happy right yeah and and uh before we get before we go into it i want to i want to say like we brought up that this is Vin Diesel's personal D&D campaign, mm-hmm. um, which I do agree. This is definitely a campaign that he's running, but he made, but I, I came to this conclusion that he rolled his character off screen and yeah. won't allow anyone to like tell him to redo it. Right. So it's like, I hit nat 20s on everything. Yeah. I just rolled six dice and they're all, exactly. the lowest score was a 19. Right. So just get rid of that one. Yeah. And then... <laughs> but then he's like, well, no, uh, Tyrese, you have to keep rolling again. Yeah. Your charisma is high, but your intelligence is very low. Right, right, <laughs> right. Or, like, someone's just like, oh, like, I, my strength isn't that high. Like, right. I'd like to re-roll Like, Ludacris like, is very low strength yeah, and very high he, intelligence. Right, and he's like, that's that's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Luda's like, are you sure? Like, I feel like I'd can be... I... Can I get another roll on that? No. Yeah. Like, Letty's all dex and strength mm-hmm. and just, like, kind of low charisma. Uh, low. Me is all intelligence and... Wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and the Rockies been kicked out of the campaign. Uh, all together, <laughs> yeah. All together. All like together. Like he plays the game. He plays the same as you. I don't like it. That's why. Yeah. That's why it's just too big, too, uh, too egos. Yeah, and every like every role is basically a, a crit role for him. Mm-hmm. I've gotten full full D and D, folks. Yeah, you're all in. We'll talk about our our last campaign <laughs> in this one because there's some shit that mm-hmm. has happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, yeah, it. This movie, we saw it on we saw it on Thursday, kind of opening night. Mm-hmm. Um, we went back to one of our, I wouldn't say it's our favorite theater to go to, but it's like the old standard, like the one the old, that we end up at the most. It's like <laughs> you can't get into the hot club, but you know the dive bar down the street is yeah, open. Yeah, and this one just and the only reason why I think it hasn't been like renovated is because it's too fucking big. It is huge. I, I they think they I think they should just knock it down. Yeah, I mean Levittown got redid and Le, yeah, it's that, great now. Yeah, Levittown got redid. Roosevelt Field got redid. Yeah, fucking 
Green Acres got knocked down. Dude, in Raceway 10, when I lean back on the chairs, every time I feel like I'm going to fall out. Yeah, we moved our seats back. Yeah. And the one seat I sat in, I went, oh, boy. Yeah. I thought, like, did I get the fucking broken chair? Yeah, that's what every like, chair You had a year like of no one being here. You couldn't right, do... you couldn't do anything to couldn't get, get a fucking screwdriver. Oh, my God. It's like, even at work, I get bored and I, get, I take a screwdriver and just start tightening up, like, <laughs> like screws everywhere. Just to have something to do. Nope, not there. Not there. But uh, but that's the charm of it. <laughs> yeah. And at 9 o'clock on a Thursday, we also had like five people there. No, it was actually more filled than you think. Really? We got there pretty early. So mm. we never really like looked behind. But oh, then we, okay. there was, I heard there. a lot of people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, good. Glad, I'm glad Fast is making money. Yeah, I knew it was going to. It yeah. was one of the movies that I thought was going to like come out hot and yeah. like just keep going. I don't know if it'll keep going, but I think it'll definitely come out hot. I, I don't think there's a movie really coming out until Black Widow to really try. And it's it. crazy because every movie's coming out within like two weeks of Black Widow. Yeah, it's gonna be a mess. A lot, a, like this is the first one, and I think and it's Vin Diesel specifically said, "Let's have it like two weeks before the end of June, mm. and then everyone could come out in July." Like, let's not even fight Marvel. Let's not even fight anybody else coming out. Like, let's just have it in the end of June. That's smart. Yeah. He's a smart man. Yeah. He definitely, he definitely does not... All right, we should talk about this weird fucking Fast and Furious movie. Because yeah. it's the weirdest one. Yeah, for sure. It is. It, it experiments a lot with, with some things. Uh, let's, let, let's go first uh, into, since we were already kind of hitting on it, the characters. Uh, they're all the same. Yep. Uh, except this, this time around, Tyrese may have read the script yeah i think tyrese like pseudo breaks the fourth wall yeah um and he begins to acknowledge that even though they're completely unskilled and unqualified to go on the adventures they go on that they are essentially immortal that yeah he got he get this one scene where like the intro action scene uh he is he has a disadvantage he is has the low ground right to 16 soldiers who are all above all automatic weapons everyone and he's standing in the middle yep no cover no cover and he gets shot in the in the everywhere really yeah Yeah. and he doesn't get a a single scratch on him but he kills every single one of them everyone drops right and this is the comedy character yeah this is the comic relief. Mm-hmm. This isn't Letty, who's the muscle, or Dom, who's everything. Who had his own moment. Right. Oh, well, yes. And it's not Tedge, who now also knows how to fight? Uh, he, knows how to, he knows how to kick ass. That's what he knows how to I do. I guess so. But apparently so does Tyrese. So it's kind of like... Mia knows how to fight. Everyone knows Mia how to fight. Mia knows how to fight. Everyone knows how to fight now. So, so it's kind of like they are kind of all boiling into one character that's just yeah. not Dom. You know? <laughs> um, or you could see it as like they all level up between movies. Yeah. But here's my theory. Vin's at a level 3,000 and everyone else is like at level 6. Yes. Pretty (laughs) much. Pretty much. But how I see it is, this is my theory. Okay. That, you you remember Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, I loved Hobbs and Shaw. You remember Idris Elba? Yes. Remember he was like... uh, A cyborg. Super serum. Yeah. Right? He had like robot parts. Here's... I don't know if he had robot parts. He did. He had a little thingy in his eye that said, oh, like, yeah. oh, they're working together. Oh, yeah. My yeah. one weakness is That's teamwork. That's right. That's right. Teamwork. My, my, my blind spot. My robot eyes can't focus on two things at once. You could put $16 billion worth of technology into me, but the one thing I can't stand is have a friend. Is it, yeah, it's, it's fucking depth, the field of depth. <laughs> um, so here's my theory that I guess you kind of broke it, but my theory was that 
um, the whatever super juice mm-hmm. they gave to Idris Elba, like Mr. Nobody definitely gave it to like every single member of Dom's crew. Because once he once they meet him, right, that's when things really go off. Yeah, once they get an actual job, yeah, that's where it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. in Fast Five, you know, they were still very like vulnerable, mm. you know, and definitely not that skilled. No. There were moments where they did things that was just like, I don't know if a bunch of carjackers from LA could, should be able to do, or yeah, LA right should be yeah. able to do that, but definitely nothing superhuman. I after Fast Five, I came home and immediately rewatched Fast and the Furious, the, mm. the first one, mm. and then Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh yeah. And then the next day, I rewatched Fast Six because I forgot which one Fast Six was. I was like, "This is after watching Fast Five. After watching Fast Five. Okay. So like immediately. Like, so Six was already out when you watched Fast Five for the first time. Oh uh, no. So I watched Fast Five for the first time. I think maybe like. Like, not that long ago? No, not too long ago. Oh, okay. But, like, definitely before we started the podcast. Oh, oh. Yeah, so maybe, mm. like, a year before we started the podcast. Well, it came out in 2011. So. Yeah, so I watched it in 2014. Gotcha. Because I, I was very turned off by Fast and Furious. Fast 4. Yo, well, that's easy. Yeah. It's easy to be, but Rock, that franchise Viagra. Came, once he came back and I got to watch it, I was like, oh, this is, all right, now, now I'm back in. Because you know I love big, stupid swings. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is the biggest, dumbest shit I've oh, ever yeah. seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And boy, does that seem grounded now. But I forgot, like, what six had happened in it. I was like, because I was trying to remember. I was like, Letty came back. Yeah, I was like, okay, so Fast One is Paul Walker's the bad guy. <laughs> Fast Two is Cole, uh, Ben Affleck's friend Cole Hauser's the bad yeah. guy. Fast Three is in Tokyo. Uh, Fast Four sucks, where they have, yeah. like, a middle aged man as the bad guy. Yes. Uh, Braga. Fan, yeah, Braga. Right. Uh, Fast Five is The Rock. Yeah. And then I'm like, who's Fast Six? I was like, oh, Owen Shaw. Owen Shaw. The, the, the guy who's behind it all. Right, and Letty comes back. And Letty comes back. Yeah. And they get, this is where they really test, like, physics. They start to test it. Yeah. But then in this movie, they begin with Tej going, as long as we obey the laws of physics, we should be all right. And then five minutes later, Vin Diesel drives a car off a bridge and turns his tire to catch the rope. Like a grappling hook. Like a grappling hook. And then it swings where immediately the front axle didn't just rip off the right. car. Right. Because that's he, how... He tightened his screws. If it's bridge cable, bridge cable is strong enough to like tear a person in half. Mm-hmm. And a car is like would be like paper to it. Oh, yeah. But not, not Vin Diesel's Not car. the 70 Ch- Challenger. Yeah. <laughs> the Hellcat. Not the Hellcat. Yeah, not the Hellcat. It's right. not going to happen there. And, uh, and then not only that, but it swings to maybe like a five by five like a five foot wide path yeah um that and then dom's car lands like perfectly parallel to it and and then releases the rope (laughs) that's right they really and they crash and they flip over three times right cleanest white t-shirt i ever they they crash on a thing made of specific dirt yeah and they clean right absolutely clean so that, that that's like a nice little that's seconds after um, John Cena drove a car off a cliff as well and was caught by a magnetic airplane. Magnet- big, big add to the team this year. Yeah. Magnets. Yes. <laughs> they, it really replaced The Rock. It was the first episode of, like, the last season of Breaking Bad. Yeah. For, like, two hours. <laughs> but they, they weren't, like, magnets as in the whole of, like, everything gets 
No. It's like what they look at, and then they turn a dial, and like, that's what gets magnetized. It was, right, <laughs> right. I was like, okay, if we go fast enough, then everything will get magnetized behind us. Right. If we go, like, slower than, you know, 500 miles an hour, then they'll stick to our car. Yeah. Like, it was it was as if, like, again, like, they were playing in a and d game with a very, very generous DM. Yep. Yes, this seems to work. Yeah, it's yes, like, oh, works. that sounds cool. Yeah, let's do it. You have, like it's, oh, you know what it is? It's Vin Diesel is the DM and the uh, player. Oh, guys, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, I guess so. Okay, so you guys escape through a tunnel, and I stay back. Yeah, right, right. It's like, oh, no, Dom, you're not going to make it. It's like, oh, let's see what I rolled. It. Oh, it's a 20. It's a 20. Oh, I made it. I, I made didn't it see up. that roll. Can you do it again? I don't know what Chuck about. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'll just do it. Oh, it's a 20 again. Vin, we asked you to roll a D6, so it was a 20. But not only like but also this has flashbacks. Oh yeah. Flashbacks to I guess Roman Reigns is a young Dom Turtle. <laughs> but I thought young Dom was fine. I thought I would have preferred this kind of being if if you bookend it with the current fast team mm-hmm. and in the middle is just flashbacks to like Muppet Babies Fast and Furious right, Girl. Right, right, Because you got to see a young Letty, a young, yeah. uh, was it? Mia? Mia and a young Vince and a young uh, Leon Don. and Jesse. The, the original oh, Fast I didn't group. even see Leon yeah, and Jesse. Yeah, they were all just kind of standing there and they're like, I don't know what to do, Tom. I, I thought I saw Vince. I didn't know I saw Jesse there. Yeah, they were all there. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were all there. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and that, and that kind of goes into the backstory of like how Dom's dad uh yeah. like his story and then and by do it by extension jacob like the right. the kind of beta antagonist in this you know because yeah. of because you know wh- my my thing watching it was like okay so in the last movie you had Charlize theron mm. come in great talent good good ad great ad good villain and you had her play a hacker right with dreadlocks yeah so everyone made dreadlocks. right uh, so she played a uh uh, an uninteresting hacker with vague motivations and bad hair. Right. Right? Not bad because it's dreads. Bad because it was Charlie Theron in right. dreads. You could do better. Right. Um, she literally had no hair and looked better. It was killing it. Right. So we're like, all right, strange, but I'm glad we made it past that. Right. You know? So what do they do in this movie? They give her Karen hair. They, worse, <laughs> they give her simple Jack hair. They, <laughs> they, they give her the bowl cut. And then bring her back in as a hacker with vague motivations. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Why would you do that? Jacob is good enough to be a standalone villain. Yeah, I would have it's, like, J- it's John Cena. It's John Cena. You can't, you can't see his motivation. You can't, see his you can't even see his motivation. Yeah, but, like, I think it's, it's funny that, <laughs> that she is still basically... So I guess she's going to be the overarching villain. I, I guess. Of the remaining... remaining Fast well, at least until the next movie, right? Like a three movie arc for her. I I just hope they 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 kind of did a lot of fucking track dusting on this one, hmm. where it's like oh, not also like bring like okay, you introduce, you finally get the backstory of uh, sorry that someone's moving across the street from me if you hear that, uh, so there's a truck, but like you finally get to see Dom's dad get incinerated. Yeah. I mean, you finally get to see it. And then you finally What get, everyone's been waiting for. Yeah, and then you finally get to see him beat up a, a middle-aged, uh, a, a mid-range comedian actor. So what I thought was going to happen was 
I thought it would have been Jacob that snapped, beat the shit out of him. And and I thought Dom would have taken the rap. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's again, it absolves Dom but, even more, but it makes sense because Jack's like younger and unstable and more violent. But, and that also know? gives him like give Dom an, like still he, he's still pretty much like you know family is most important. Right. And I took the blame for my family because I knew my younger brother couldn't handle it. But then I found out that my younger brother was the one that you know, he killed, killed my, my dad, dad and I got really mad. Instead, so it was, I beat him in a race. Instead, he just like, even at the end of the movie, he's like, kind of. There's a lot of revision, revisionist history. For sure. It's like, Vin's probably watched watched the movie. And he's like, you know what? Ed has seen him where I console him. Yeah. <laughs> Why? We just had you beat a man half to death, but let but, him know yeah. that I did it for him. Jacob, not my dad, though. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. No problem, Vin. And then they they had the. The two kids just stand in front of the fence, like, it's all about family. Family. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Also, like, how does the timing work for that, right? Because this was, what, 89, the flashback? I think so, yeah. Okay. And Dom looked like he was, like, 19. Let's, generously. Generously, yeah. Like, probably older, but let's say 19. So that, what, he would have to be, like, 30 in Fast and Furious? Right. And he looked, like, 20 low 20s in fast in the fast and the furious yeah right right so but also if that's 89 if we're assuming that fast 9 takes place in 2021 that's what 32 years 22 years later dom's almost 50 dom's right dom's an old man by right now. yeah right but i don't think he wants us to think he's an old man i think he wants us to think that he's like 38 yeah know? so like there's really no that's why like there's no, there's no time in this. Just say whatever. You could have said this happened last week. Right. And shown <laughs> the, his dad being incinerated. Two years ago. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, this shit happens. Like, oh, well, time changes. Four years before I got out of prison. Right? You wouldn't even need uh, young actors. No. That's what I was kind of hoping for when I saw it. Because like, it, it, it's very obviously a, a flat. We've been talking about this for 20 minutes already, which is fantastic. But like. <laughs> It's a very obvious flashback because it's sepia tone. It's, yeah. it's got this grain on it. It's like, you don't need it. Right. It's like, we know it's a flashback. And oddly Michael enough, Rooker's I, there. Yeah. And I started giggling like, oh, he's doing Days of Thunder now? Like, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting that everyone still kind of looked CGI, even though they were like real actors. Yeah. It's like, at that point, like, you could just try to de-age uh, yeah. Vin Diesel and John Cena, but then you'd think like... John Cena would have been a fucking tree with a baby face. Like, right. He been, he's been jacked. Yeah, Cena hasn't really aged that much in the face. The only way you could tell he's aged is because he grew his hair out. Right. And then ironically, because he doesn't look re- like doesn't look. It's like, is he wearing a wig? Yeah. Are those plugs? <laughs> yeah. That's like you're not too certain, but I guess they don't have that like Disney tech, that Disney face, no, yeah. face younging tech. They spent their mo- they spent their money on Disney trying to get Star Wars clearances. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Sheesh. What a weird thread, this that is, conversation. This is the funny thing about a fast movie, because you can never like do it chronologically. Mm. You have to jump around. The movie barely tries to keep it chronologic. Right. In fact, they don't. They have flashbacks. They have flash. They have multiple characters have different flashbacks. Yeah. Not just Dom's flashbacks, but we also get Han's, Han's flashbacks. Han's flashbacks. And also a new oh, yeah. character's also, flashback. Han's alive. Han, Han never died. Yeah. Turns out Jason Stath has been a good guy this whole time. Or or, or more more than likely is actually quite an inept assassin. Because uh, he... Oh, I thought I killed you. Yeah. Like, cause the one they said, <laughs> from what they made it sound like, they were like, cause like, they were like oh, when Deckard Shaw came knocking, like we 
we kind of seized our opportunity. So for me, that made it sound like they knew Deckard was coming to kill him. Right. And they just had like a, they just had a contingency to make it look like he. But the car blew up. Well, what was they this? didn't even try to explain that. Right. I see. I I read it. I as... could see it as like seem like a fucking cleanup crew just kind of pulls Han out of the wreckage right before it blows. <laughs> I, I read it as, like, a Carousel had a, a fucking rope attached to him and so pulling him in. Right. But but I read it as, like, Decatro was always working for Mr. Nobody. Maybe, but he does spend the rest of Fast 7 trying to kill the rest of the crew. Right, so I can... So, like, why... Do that. Right. Yeah. And makes... working against Mr. Nobody to do that. Yeah. Like, like Mr. Nobody gets shot in 7. He does. While they're fighting Deckard Shaw. He dies in this one, right? Or he gets, he's disappeared. It's disappeared, so he's alive. He's alive. He's somewhere. He's, 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 he's going to come back in Hobbs and Shaw, I guess. I guess they just wrote him out for this to keep him in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Is I, my, would be my guess. Because, I mean, I like the Hobbs and Shaw movie, because that's a, you know, they're fighting robots, whatever. Like, it's, it's pretty, because it's also, I have to say, this movie was definitely missing something. And it was The Rock. It was and, The Rock. And Jason Statham. Yeah, it was kind of missing that, like, kind of, like... When when you have the two comedy characters, which is Ludacris and Tyrese, talk about this fourth wall dimension breaking kind of thing, but Luda doesn't have the presence of a rock. If you would have said to the Rock, like, "I got shot at sixteen fucking times and not once," and he would have said, "Oh, maybe because your big ass forehead deflected the thing," yeah, yeah. and that would have been like, "It's funny," yeah, because that's what the Rock brings to it, right? But there's something about Luda who's just like his kind of measured approach mm. to making fun of Tyrese. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Maybe that is true. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, he worked really hard to get that, it's to like, get Tej's, that line. Tej really brought himself up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and uh, does that, in that context, though, does it feel like Cena is maybe there to replace The Rock? I think so. I think, with how it, I think with how it ended, it definitely had opened that door, right? Opened that door of him coming back. And, like, being the Toretto boys. Yeah. Also, did Cena and, and... I don't remember the Cena versus Diesel fight in this. When did they fight? They fought in London when they, like... That's what it was. They were jumping on car to car. John Cena was just casually zip cooling. Yeah. Dude, for, like, 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> Downtown Edinburgh. It was so funny. Like, <laughs> we were watching... gigantic man Yeah. Ziplining the... down. Dom, of course, sees him because he looks like Jeepers Creepers, like, coming in the you middle of the day. You watched Jurassic Development, right? Yeah, it did. You remember Little Britain? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, the... yes, Mr. Watch, watch out for the poppins. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. 100%. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it deadass, like, cuts to... Another yeah, car Theron's chase. Oh yeah, cuts to Charlie Theron, cuts to Ramsey, like learning how to drive. Mm-hmm. And which which was I actually, which I also great. think that was great. Yeah. I thought that was really cool to like have someone there that, like, you have this elite crew, and then the person who has to get behind the wheel is All the, the only one reversed. that can't drive. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I thought I like, and I like her character a lot. Yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah, I like. I also like that Mia got to do some stuff mm-hmm. in this one. Mm-hmm. She got to fight. Yeah, she, my biggest thing was that she got to eat something, and I was like, thank "Oh, God. thank God!" She was just playing around with it. It it's this painful scene with her and uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Letty in in Tokyo, and they're talking about Dom. None of these, none of these. Of women, course, they are. None this, of the, this male movie fails, or female. Nobody passes the Bechdel movie, test. Movie fails the Bechdel test the, the second the movie starts. Um, Gal Gadot shows up for like, I, I think that's. Is it a clip from an old movie, or is it a new... Did they shoot that new? 
That was a clip from an old one, I think. Clip from an old, yeah, because yeah. Gal's probably busy. Gal ain't got time for this. Yeah, Gal, I got six more hours of the Just Sleep shoot. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, they do nothing but talk about, like, uh, Dom and Brian and right. and their, their lives as moms now. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, these are two still very badass women yeah. that have been, like, nerfed for the last two movies. And then they get this fight scene in, the, in this tiniest apartment. And just kneeing people, yeah. fucking spin kicks and all that shit. It was shot pretty well. I could see things happening. Some stuff. Some Mia, of course, they have to <laughs> shoot around. The stunt double for Jordana Brewster did of course. a good Of course you have to hide you have to hide, you know, the Mia of it. But the ninja girl did really good, who they just introduced. And who's the key to a weapon system? She maybe three or four lines. It was like at that point. Just make Han, just make Dom the key. Right. Like, we already, we all, Jesus. Dom, the, the creator of this weapon is your brother, and he linked his DNA to it, so it would have been your DNA, too. Yeah, honestly. That's how it is. That works just as well. Just as well. Yeah. Because then it would make it... Also, how did it even get her DNA? She just held it. Well, maybe it was her fingerprints? That's not DNA. No, it's not. I don't know what DNA is. I don't right. think they know what DNA is. <laughs> <laughs> you could say it's, like, biometric, but, like... That one, then it would, then it's not DNA. It's just her specifically. Then you would have no problem with it being together because they have it right. like two separate ends of the earth. Right. So I think yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Well, I guess for an extra measure of security, that worked out real well. But I do like that. They're uh, in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> when they're going for the second one, Jacob gets it pretty easily. Yes. Zip lines. Zip right? lines. And Cuts then he gets Dom. gets caught up with by Dom, who's wearing. Like Tim. Tim Deluxe's. Yeah. <laughs> like the biggest fucking bulky yeah. boot you could ever. Like, he looked like a street shark. Even... <laughs> <laughs> His ultimate goal is to bring that franchise yeah. back. <laughs> I could, at this point, I could see that crossover happening and I'd be fine. You know, it. he was in the toy commercial, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, you're you the one person who did not know. <laughs> and I made a street shark reference? Yeah. Like, out of the blue. Oh, cool. No, no pun intended. Nice. But, nice. No, yeah. He, it's like a legit thing. Like Vin Diesel was in a oh, street. Oh, was it him like roaring? Like, Rawr, yeah, yes. uh, okay, okay. Hand shark. Rawr, yes, rawr, yes, rawr. yes. Okay. okay, okay. He's wearing like a leather vest. Uh, like, no, I don't like, I don't remember how he looked. This is a toy commercial for children. And he's this guy like, I got a leather vest on. Jeez. <laughs> well, Dom sees him. Starts running after him. Cuts to him ziplining. Then Dom, by the to... way, is driving the new uh, Batmobile. Right. I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then it cuts to... Ramsey, you know, in her driving lesson, and then cuts back. Jacob's still ziplining. Mm -hmm. It cuts over to Japan. They have that conversation and cuts back. Jacob is still <laughs> ziplining. Zip oh my god, he must have been in like Denmark by the end of it. He's just and he has like these random like assault rifle grappling like planted, guns. yeah, planted all across. So he land on one, then then we're just like, oh, finally he landed. Picks up a grapple gun <laughs> and harpoons it, and then keeps ziplining. It would have been easier just to walk. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been less conspicuous. And less conspicuous. Hilarious. Anybody want to shoot that guy? Also, did it just me or did he, like, walk strange? Who? John Cena in this movie. I felt like he was very uncomfortable. Yeah. It felt like he was... Like his outfit wasn't right for him. It felt like he was very nervous to act across Vin Diesel. Not in the way that's like, oh, Vin Diesel's a really good actor. <laughs> but it's like... If I want to keep doing this, yeah. I have to kind of like, yes, my yes, right. my liege. Right, right. Kind of like, 
he was afraid to kind of showcase the John Cena-ness that we all know he can do. Right. Like, I think his performance in this and his performance in the upcoming Suicide Squad are going to be so night and day. You're yeah. like, why didn't you just do that? And I think it's because Vin Diesel doesn't want to be outshined. I think that's a big part of it. Did you see that shit where he, I think he gave an interview for someone he's like, you know, I want I, me and The Rock didn't get along because I wanted him to get to the same, the, get to the right level of acting. Ooh, it's like bitch, you do not, you you can't even act as a rock. Damn, that's that's yeesh. Yeah, Vin Diesel's re- he's he is high on his own bullshit. Oh, 100 percent, definitely like. But if it makes money, no one's gonna stop him. Well, no one is stopping him. Yeah, and if it makes so much money that the Rock stopped him by making a spinoff, right? You know what I mean? Which is it's like almost still within the same franchise. That's how powerful Vin Diesel's franchise is. I think it's a fun world to kind of put things in. Yeah. Like, I could have... Like, if there was like a... Like Cardi? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. God bless. Uh. Bronx's finest. BX all day. I think in... So, like, in Hustlers, hmm. a welcome addition. Because she, it was yeah. kind of a chaotic background. And it was definitely in line with her... In line, and it would make character sense for skills. her to be there. Right. And I think she added to that. She, you know, it was, you know, obviously she knew what to do. But in this, <laughs> there's nothing like Fast and the Furious has you kind of, you're one toe out of it saying, this is the dumbest shit I've uh-huh. ever seen. Like it being reviled by how dumb it is. And that's after the opening scene. And that's, I think it's after the first movie. Like mm. in the first movie, I, I have a big theory about all these movies now. Okay. So you you've I, already put more thought into it than I think make the movie, but this is sure. it's pro- I'm probably not the only one who thinks this. Okay, but I definitely think it's a Jacob Ladder scenario, where Jacob Ladder is character dies in the first yeah. like ten minutes, and then the whole movie is from their perspective as they're dying, mm-hmm. but you don't know that they're but they don't know that they're dying. Right. I think in the first movie, when Vin gets hit by the truck, that's why I went back and watched it. When Vin gets hit by the truck in the dragways of Brian, Oof. he died. Or is in a coma and is in the process of dying. And everything else okay. after that has been a coma dream. These past eight movies? Yes. Hmm. Like in Fast 10 or Fast 11, whatever's going to be the last one, it's going to be like, beep, beep. He's going to have this huge beard. Yeah. And it's going to be Paul Walker's brother. Yeah. Kind of looked like, kind of had From that, behind. From behind. Yeah. It's yeah. like, we lost him. And it's going to be like, everyone else is a doctor. Right. Oh, wow. And Te- like, Tej and Roman are just the two doctors like, he has this lesion, he has that one. They're incredibly, like, Te- no, like, Roman's going to be the doctor that's incredibly smart. Tej is going to be like a janitor. Right. Yeah. No, no, because The Rock is going to be a janitor. Oh. But it's going to be like someone who looks like The Rock. It's like, I don't know anything about medicine. Mm. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. <laughs> kind of like really dig it into yeah, yeah yeah of course of course of course jason statham's gonna be the, the ambulance i was like oh god i'm getting to the... i wonder if jason statham's allowed in the fast franchise now he was like he, after he was, in the, Shaw. he was in the post credit that's right that's right that's he was right in the, the post credit which has zero attention to it whatsoever no now. unless it unless you were right unless they get han and shaw was not working for mr nobody right then there is okay because I'm thinking, like, Shaw really tried to kill Han, yeah. and nobody, like, saved him. But he blew up, though. No, the car blew up. But how did he get out of there? Mr. Nobody did something. We found out that you need to go 80 miles an hour to be a landmine. Look, you gotta think that if there was no way he could have stopped, if he was in the car, then the car blew up. Right. Han shouldn't be alive. No. But Han is alive. Maybe it was a stunt double. 
Maybe it was a stunt double. Maybe he, he a Han lookalike. Hey, that could be it. Yeah. Could be it. They sacrificed somebody that looked like looked their like agent. Han. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that happening. I would love to see just like a dummy. <laughs> like, just like, <laughs> like, just ragdolls like, through the it's air. It's like made of pillows. Yeah. <laughs> and, then like, and then like Dom sees that and's like in seven, he's like, I brought you Han. home. It's Han. Yeah, bring I, home. I brought his body across country, like right. across two countries to have a funeral. But like, of course, the, with the way that the, they actually write the movie, Dom are like, oh, he knew all along that wasn't Han. You know, that's he knew he had, Han was alive. That's why what? That's why he didn't act out any surprise when he saw Han right. come back. Well, I, yeah, they tried. And to it's ma- not because Vin Diesel can't can't act, can't act surprised. It's because he knew all the time, to- the yeah. whole time. I could never. It's, it's what the character shoots. Yeah, says. The, I could never be fooled. Right, yeah, <laughs> I have this feet. I have I the never, alert feet. I can't be surprised. I, w- I was going to go back and watch five to see like the fight scene between the rock and Vin Diesel to see mm. how much blood good. Vin Diesel was at the end. I don't think he barely had, a scratch. Cause he bled against John Cena. He had a little cuts on the side. Oh, okay. And I was so, like, yeah, did he give John Cena the rub by letting them, by letting down bleed, by letting down bleed. Um, well, the que- I'll, I'll answer your question with the question. Did his white t-shirt? No, I don't know. <laughs> did his white t-shirt have a scratch on it? At the end, yeah. Well, his sleeveless white t-shirt, which I think is his alternate jersey. Right. <laughs> if you, had some dirt on it. If you go to the character select screen and then you yeah. press the select button when it gets to him, or like or the directional button, it's, the it's, it's three. There's three doms. There's it's, the Toretto sleeveless cutoff. Sleeveless cutoff. Yeah. White or black. Right. And there's the. Short sleeves, white yes, or black. white or black. And yep. then there's the thermal, long sleeve. Yes. White yes. only. White only, right, <laughs> right. He doesn't get... <laughs> and then if it's evil Dom, then it's... No, no, actually, that's just black cutoff. Oh, black cutoff, yeah, black... Black cutoff, that's black another cutoff, one, yeah. black cutoff. Then he, yeah. he throws in a jacket, he threw in a jacket, this one. Like a he blue did. leather jacket. He did, yeah. Like, oh, this looks nice. That's another thing about this movie, is that... Um, and it, which I think is, like, one of the smart things about the movie. Uh, and that... It, it, when it plays to its audience, it has all the characters dress right. in a way that, like, you know, is they, how they think their target audience dresses. But also, like, it's not, it's never too flashy. It's always no. still working class. Yeah. I think because you have to know he's from the streets. Exactly. But these $10,000 jeans. It's the only thing that makes him relatable. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's um, like, yes, you could get those boots, but those jeans with the flared pockets, mm, uh, not a chance, pal. That's right. But there he is. There he is. There he is. So, uh... He, the other ju- thing that makes it that is very smart is that, you know, again, was her cameo. Oh yeah, the Cardi B thing. I didn't Cardi want B to talk thing. about it, but it's fucking terrible. It's really, really good because they're there in their mind. They're thinking like, okay, the P- our soundtrack is always a hit. But this so, one sucked. This one sucked. This one was they were like, it's like the guy who scored the Avengers was like, all right, well we're gonna do every action scene. It's like, yeah, I know. No, you need the reggaeton. You need yeah, the yeah. <laughs> You need the Don Omar. You need to. You need to like soundtracks and action scenes need to be more, I guess, orchestral with the importance of it. But right. when you're coming out of the gate, going to some fucking jungle, and you're like, dun, 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 and then it's like, and then at the end, your your soundtrack is dun, 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 dun. It's like, right. What's the difference? Yeah. That one little dirt. For sure. Yeah. Um, so but they, they, they chose someone that they figure, oh, based on the, our soundtrack always being popular and the people who listen to that, like, what do they also listen to? Uh, your girl Cardi. So they threw oh. Cardi in and it's probably, people are probably going to love it. I think they'll like it. And then 
when they think about it, they'll hate it. Oh, yeah, see, that's the problem. I immediately They're not going to think about it. I immediately <laughs> hated it. Like, and I and I, I like Cardi B. Mm-hmm. I think she's... A, she's very wholesome. She's, she's a wholesome character. Yeah. She's, she's fucking hilarious. Yes. But... When she comes out and she's like, damn, I got these biometrics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the biometrics is on the it's scanner. Not, it's, yeah. not, it's not like a, a thing on her intelligence or anything like that. It's more of a, oh my God, this this is how you're doing this? It's like, you like first off, Helen Mirren's back in it. Excellent. As Mama Shaw. And Helen Mirren and Vin Diesel were about to fuck. Oh, they yeah. They about to fuck in that car. Oh, yeah. They were like, who's a, who's yeah. and she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> right, your lady could state that if you ask me. You know, uh, she also has amnesia. You know, <laughs> I could have amnesia. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, the sexual tension was like thick. Um, <laughs> yeah. But and, and Helen Mirren actually adds like a fun thing to it to the yeah to the the thing. And uh, I feel like she adds some kind of credibility that isn't there. She adds gravitas. Gravitas. She, she adds like. Yeah, when you see uh, an actor, you're like, you could do better. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, oh, we're here? All right. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, if, Her- if Helen Mirren thinks this movie is worth being in, right. maybe it's worth uh, investing it, in a little bit. It's like if Tom Hanks shows up in a movie. Like, oh, Tom man. Hanks is here? Yeah. Oh, shit's about to go. It's about to go. When he shows up in the Chet Hayes music video. Right, and he goes, it's White Boy Summer. It's like, wow, White Boy Summer's back on track. Tinsel Hanks out in the... T- Tinsel Hanks. Out in the town. <laughs> well, um... Big up, Tinsel Hanks. Big up, pop, pop, shoo <laughs> uh, That would have been great if that's what he did. Oh, yeah, shoo bop But I think Tom Hanks more has more street cred than Chet Hanks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Chet oh, yeah. Hanks or whatever the fuck his name Tom is. Tom Hanks bangs in every hood. Did you uh, see that uh, Toy Story 4 interview when they're like, oh, have you ever played this dice game? And he's like, well, no, when I grew up in Oakland, we called it this. And Tim Allen's sitting there like, oh, no. Hmm. I only grew up in Detroit. <laughs> Interesting. And he's like, no, we called it Bones. And, you know, he starts wholesomely describing, he's like, you know, I would take people's money real hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, like, the most Tom Hanks way possible. He, he sat there, he crossed his leg, and he yeah. was very, like, engaged with the the, uh, the interviewer, and they're like, yeah, you know. Like, he's like, you know, and if I had to slap a hoe you know, to I, get my money, I, I would do it. I had no problem pulling out a box cutter. Right. And, you know, marking a TH on my face. And Tim's out here just trying to make America great like, again. I just ratted my friends out when I... Had a whole bunch of cocaine on me. It's like snitches get stitches, bro. That's right. That's right. Or as it says in one of the did streets, Tim, some, Tim did that. Yeah, he snitched out his friends. Yeah, it's all. Oh, it's not surprising. Yeah, I know. He's a tool man. Yeah. Also, I found out on one of the streets that I, that I live by, uh, someone I guess when they were doing uh, asphalt, sprayed mm. uh, snitches or bitches. Nice. And I was like, wow, it's pretty funny. I love it. Yeah. That's uh, it's gonna be there forever. It's gonna be there forever. Fantastic. Uh, a good we, lesson for the kids. Good lesson for the kids. Also, uh, let's talk about things we liked about this movie. Oh, okay. Everything. Everything yeah. Was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, definitely, the fucking magnet chase was so stupid. It was hilarious. It was great. Once they got that car, yeah. In, in the once they got they they caught Jacob Toretto with a magnet. And then they just threw him in a closet, and yep. they're like, "You're gonna sit here as we as we bring everything to you." Like, yeah, they really barely fought him, didn't they? They just kind of caught him, caught him. Yeah, they just corralled him. I, I think for me, it had to be when uh, when Jacob and Dom suplexed uh, a, a tanker in oh, their in their cars in their cars in yeah. their one was in a fucking like 
Toyota. And one was in Hans Miata. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. It was, I think, a lo- you know what the funny thing is about that? A lot of their car stunts are practical. Yeah. And I think that's why these movies kind of hold up. Like, Stunt work is very impressive. They strangely hold up because there's a lot of practical stuff going on. Fast Five. Fast Five a is lot of practical, that. right? All practical. The safe is practical. Practical, yeah. But yeah. like, and you could tell there's some CGI like when Vin falls off. Oh, we didn't talk about that. When he fights a whole army. Oh, man. And just collapses a room on him. And then, so he does this to save time. So Letty is standing behind a door, still screaming and screaming and screaming. And then Dom just constantly is fighting people off. It's like, no time was saved. No. And then he falls into the water and then has the best revisionist flashback ever. Oh, my God. It was like, oh, I guess I could see things from someone else's perspective. Which is like, why would that happen in that moment? Right. And also, I like how he like. Oh yeah, was I growing... remember Dad saying he was in financial straits. Yeah, exactly. It's like ridiculous, but um, I like how he was like throwing all these henchmen, these goons, like off of this bridge, mm-hmm. right, to their obvious to their obvious death, right. right? And then he gets thrown off the bridge, and then falls into the same order they did, survives. Yeah. yeah. And then Letty jumps in. Right. And Which... then they just go right back to the base they just left. So it's like. Nothing Why did happened. you even stay behind at that point? At that point, I also thought, like, oh, he's dead. Right. Like, he uh-huh. legit died, and then uh-huh. we're just kind of like, this is how he wants the God to see him. Right, right. Nope. But no, this is just, oh, he's just back to normal? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you broke he the bridge. He lost the black shirt, though. That was the, that was the yeah. end of the black shirt. Yeah. We're white because he's an angel. Because he sees things differently. Yeah, he's now a good guy. He's again. a good guy. But, uh, no, because Jacob's wearing black. Yeah. So. Dude. Show that they're different. To show the dichotomy. It's, I it's... think we could tell you apart, Vin Diesel. Diesel yeah, right. Oh, which one's the evil one? But uh, my thing is, if he broke the bridge down, stopping anybody from getting out and, and following Letty, when Letty, of course, goes back and jumps in, how do they get out? Also, that's not how those kind of doors work. Right. <laughs> it was one of those big, like, spinny wheel, like, submarine doors. Yeah, yeah. They don't really open from the other side. They were fine the whole time. Yep. The only person that could not get out of that situation was Dom, the man who put himself in. Put himself in that situation. So, it's really... I think I, I think I like... Well, we, you know, the thing is, we saw this movie together. Mm-hmm. But we went... Uh, your sister came with us, and uh, Mikey, my cousin, came with... Obviously, you guys know who Mikey yeah. is. And he sat in between us. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of feel like... Nothing against him. But I feel like you missed a whole lot of me going, Are you fucking... Are you fucking... See, no, I, I did the same thing. It's like, God yeah. damn it. <laughs> yeah. He's dead. He's fucking Me and my dead. sister did that a lot. It was like, <laughs> what? How? Yeah. You came out of this movie with a more uh, hard stance on it being okay than you did uh, the <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Where it took you like a little bit of convincing. For it to sink in. Like, it's like, oh, oh maybe it wasn't was... that great. But then you're like, yeah, that starts out as okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it like kind of proves... Itself to be less. Sixty-two percent are on tomatoes. I guess that makes sense. Sheesh. Uh, it's uh. It's a it's an it's an odd duck of a movie. But yeah. my other thing is like, I feel like they. In my opinion, I feel like they've really fumbled like the. Uh, uh the, Ohan and Jacob, mm-hmm. and the the Tokyo Drift guys. So the reason those poor Tokyo that one guy aged like fifteen years. Bow Wow? No, about poor Bow Wow. Just couldn't give him like a gym membership beforehand. Good God! 
just you know Tyrese go like help him do like some squats like, or something the whole audience when Bow Wow showed up on screen actually went ooh <laughs> like oh yeah like oh even with uh, Lucas Black it's like yeah what are you 50 he like, looks Jesus. like he recovered from a drug problem between right. Tokyo Drift and now and he's been acting like been all of it I don't know about Bow Wow but I know that like Lucas Black he's been in NCIS or some shit oh okay good yeah, I'm glad he's got New Orleans but jeez it just looked like how you go from also even in character how you go from Drift King to playing with rockets yeah that whole in Germany yeah that whole thing it doesn't make didn't make much sense no a lot of it doesn't make much and also they get invited to the barbecue at the end right yeah. like y'all just met half these people yeah like oh these are Hans guys oh uh, Dom Toretto I like when they I like when they said it was the two guys who didn't even know it's like oh Dom Toretto Dom Toretto said us and they're like who when like, when, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think no. I think Lucas Black should know Don. He should. He does because at Dom. the end of three, yeah. Don beat. Him. Of course, Don beat him. He in was the race. also in six. I think he was talking about in the beginning of six. Yeah. So six kind of wait. Was it six or was it seven? It was. I think it was. It was could have been a seven because that's when yeah. he went to Tokyo right. to recover Han. And I think. Well, no, that yeah, seven, yeah. Right. Yeah, so seven. I think after he beat, he, of See, course, that's the thing, that's it's the thing seven. About so six. Dom wins. That's the thing about Six is that yeah. it's okay, but it's forgettable. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, what happens in that? Like, how many movies in between Han dying and this? Yeah. Because, like, the way I realize the way that this this trilogy lines up in the Star Wars kind of way, where mm-hmm. it's the prequels, uh, original, and sequels. Right. So you're, like, Phantom Menace, uh, Clone Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. That's one, two, and then four. Yes. And then your next trilogy is... Five, six, five, and six, three. So you put three... Okay, so I see three as like a Rogue One. I would... Because, I mean, an important thing happens. Well, an important thing happens in Rogue One. That they stole the Death Star plans? No, Vader kills a bunch of people. But Vader kills a bunch of people anyway. We never get to see it. <laughs> it was damn good when we did. Yeah. An important thing happens. Han dies, but... It's removed not only from the timeline, but also from, like, the main plot and characters. Right. You know? So that's why I see it as, as a Rogue One. Okay. You know? All right. Because then... All right, so that and Han's... Because Han isn't even... That's Han's introduction. Yeah. And subsequent... If death. you were going to put it somewhere, you, I would put it, like you said, between six and seven. Right, yeah. Um, But... Or maybe between five and six. No, six and seven. If it has to go somewhere... No, no, it has to go between... Six and seven. Okay. Because he goes to Japan after six. Right. So that's where I would do it. So it would be... Mm, so five, five six, six, Tokyo Drift, and then seven, eight, and nine? Yeah. Yeah. And then, ha- and then Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw in between... Not, yeah. See, the thing is, though, I feel like the Shaw um, arc is six and seven. Yeah. And the Rock arc is like five, six, seven. Yeah. Oh, he, t- he's, he is an eight also, but... Um, so I feel like saying five, six, seven with Tokyo Drift like hovering around, orbiting around there mm. is like, makes sense to me. Then eight and nine and then 10 could be like the Charlize Theron right. arc. All right. But now, okay. What are you consider now since we have nine movies out there? Mm-hmm. What's your, where does this place? Oh man. Cause that's the whole thing. Like I would have to think now, like it's still five. Maybe seven. 
one, two. Mm-hmm. I had lost count already. <laughs> see, I see five, one, seven, two, maybe. Okay. Maybe. I would I think, think I'll this, switch one and seven. This and four are yeah. kind of close. Yeah, and four for me is at the bottom. Do we count Hobbs and Shaw on this then? Uh, we could. All right, so I think it would go for me. So my top five, mm-hmm. top five Fast and Furious. It's five top uh, Fast Five. Yeah. Then it's uh, Fast uh, Fast uh, Furious Seven. Mm-hmm. Then it's Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. Then it's the original. Okay. And then it's uh, Too Fast. You put Hobbs and Shaw pretty high. I did because I really liked it. Okay. I, I like I like that I like that buddy cop eighties action. Eighties yeah that's a that's a huge fucking fighting robots fighting yeah. a cult like I'm I'm about that. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. For me, Hop, the whole thing about Hobbs and Shaw was that, like, the, it was all based on an issue that two characters resolved in the movie before. Right. But, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, and, that, and the Samoan fourth act was, like, kind of su- seemed like self-serving. Well, you know? You're going to talk about self-serving. Well, I put it, well, that's the thing, though. The movies, when the franchise becomes self-serving towards Vin Diesel, right. those movies end up being lower. Right, okay. You know, although five is at the top still, but you know, I also think that, and this is no fault of the of the franchise, because what are they going to do? Right. But when you think about five, right? Like, what brings the whole crew together? Like Dom, yes, but also Tej and, and Roman are Brian's friends. Yeah. You know, like fucking you know, who Letty, does, Mia. Who does Dom really bring to this besides Letty? Letty um, they're, yeah, they're Don, all, they're all well, and Don Omar. Yeah, Don Omar. Yeah, <laughs> who was only in it for one movie. And and this one technically, yeah. But uh, yeah, he brought Don Omar, and he brought um Letty, who Brian also knows, right? And Mia's in it, who Brian also knows. Dude. So really, it's Brian that connects everyone in this, right? And and I guess and they both know Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot was hooking up with Dom in four. In four, but they both knew, which is to say, outrageous to say. Yeah. Uh, that that also Vin's like passed off. Do they really girl. hook up though? I think she was like flirting with it was flirty then, but it's dom so it's dom. I mean, you can't, you can't they, they i don't think they're allowed to be in the movie unless they flirt with dom yeah like you have like that's also the thing like i saw fast four uh, the the fast whatever it's called mm-hmm. once and i was like this is fucking terrible like, do you remember it. in fast four when dom gets shot in the back and like barely flinches it's all it, every time dom dom gets shot my brain flashes back to con air when nick cage gets shot and just mm-hmm. fucking walks right through yeah, it yeah yeah like this is what you are yeah you're a joke yeah <laughs> um, this, we've done about 53 minutes wow so it's about yeah, and we didn't even talk about them going to space they went to space there's nothing really to it nothing happened in space i thought they were gonna be like more ridiculous but i thought they were like the the rings of saturn were gonna be a racetrack i honestly my original thought for them going to space was that at the end of this movie dom's dad was gonna like Star Lord, it yeah, kind of like tractor beam the whole team up, mm. and he's like has a helmet. And he's like, well, of course I know you, Dom, and it's Nicholas uh, Cage is his dad. Whoa, and it's like, we're we're space pirates. Now. Whoa, that's like oh no, we're spaceship jackers. We've been trying to fight off this alien invasion of another universal property. Wow, right? Or like you know what? They get they drive. How about this? I'll but now that Dom, we saw Dom's dad get incinerated, so right whatever i mean that is not a in fast and Fu- we also saw han blow up it doesn't matter yeah. so it's not a, a limited circumstance at all again. yeah yeah exactly like i knew this was gonna happen <laughs> but it, it look 
I think what was Dom's dad Tuco from Breaking Bad? No, Tuco Salamanca. I don't think he so. looked like him a little. Bit. I thought Braga looks more like Tuco from right. It, well, because dad's dad, Dom's dad was also jacked. Yeah, I don't think Tuco was jacked. He could have. I mean, it's been twenty years. But Let me look it up. Was it like here's how, here's how I see it? Like, I want them to kind of go into another property of universe. Universal owns like Transformers, mm-hmm. GI Joe. All of the, the Hasbro world. And they had this thing, this this show called Mask back in the day. Where Mask? It was, was, yeah, it's uh, okay. motorized, something, something. But it's basically cars that turn into other things, but people drive them. I'm like, this is fucking... Transformers? Kinda. But it's like human-controlled Transformers. So Human... Con- oh, okay, sure. Yeah, so it's sure. like... So they turn into, like, Gundams or something? Kinda. Like a, like a tank turns into a motorcycle. Uh, the motorcycle turns into a... A helicopter with skis yeah the 80s were fucked but it would be so fun to see it i could see a helicopter with skis. but like that's what i want to see like the fast viewers go into because yeah. it's already ridiculous yeah and like they could do and they could blend Is transformers a possibility it could be they're both universal right yes they are they are both share a space at universal orlando yeah they're right next to each other they're right next door like, hey optimus oh dom you are the most noble warrior i've ever come across right. in the, all of my journeys right right that's oh. the thing. Who's going to fillet who is going to be the question. Have a corona. Yeah. <laughs> I am a child. I do drink I gasoline, eat. so this is appropriate. Uh, watered down gas. Yeah. <laughs> Bumblebee. Yeah. I mean, fucking Jacob, uh, John Cena is in Bumblebee. John Cena is in Bumblebee. Just fucking do that. He's like, oh, I, you know what? It makes sense that that was Jacob. Right? Because like, he had to join the army at some point. Yeah. And he was great in Bumblebee. He was. He brought up the whole thing. It's like he was gonna... also an antagonist that was good by the end of the movie. Yeah, he also brought up the whole thing. Is like we're gonna trust these guys. They have Decepticon as their yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I did like that about John Cena's character in uh, in Bumblebee that he kind of like he read the he read, he the, read script. the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He read the script. Uh, uh, all right, let's grade this fucker. This shit's like a somewhere, maybe like a six. I would say it's barely breaking a six. Yeah. Interjoyment scale. Interjoyment, honestly, also is like a, a six. six. There's a big, like I'm telling you, there's a big hole missing in this movie. Yeah. And it's rock shaped. Yeah. It's it's uh, or or Statham shaped. Or Statham shaped or Walker shaped. So, uh, yeah, someone just needed to be there to kind of like. Because if you look at the charisma. That The Rock brings to Fast Five. Yeah. How he's stomping on... He's like the baby... But The t- Rock also that, rolled all like nat 20s in front of people. And yeah. Vin got jealous. Like when The Rock... like When they when he makes his crew reassemble the car that they took apart. Right. And then they couldn't find what's wrong with it. And then he's... Oh, slept some bullshit like that on a classic. And then he hits it and he realizes that the card is missing. <laughs> and he's like, oh man, what a great investigation check, Rocky. <laughs> like I wish... Like that's... Yeah, it's true. You can't have two people rolling that yeah. 20s on everything. But, like, Rock naturally does it, though. Right. In everything he's in, he's right. always, like, at this level of it's, like, uh, it's coming easier to you now. Right. But like, like, when he rolls up to them in, uh, in that in the street race, yeah. and, he's just go, and he's just, like, you know, like, you, you motherfuckers are under arrest. And then that, it, that moment in Fast 6 where he just improved off oh, of fucking... Your big-ass uh, forehead? Yeah, he's like... Well, you better hide your baby. Oh, yeah, you better hide that big ass forehead. And just, just, I, yo, amazing. <laughs> uh, you just know off 
off camera, The Rock like crushes Corona like bottle, like shatters his hands bleeding. He doesn't from drink. How well received drinks, that line was. He drinks was. only teque- that tequila. He has. The Terramana. Terramana. Oh, sorry. I meant Vin Diesel like crushes oh, yeah. his like Corona when he hears how good that line was. Let's it's like, why it didn't you write that for me? Let's do it again, but I say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vin, we, we're out of film. Right. Vin, it just, you're not even in this conversation. That's another thing, though. Speaking of, like, Paul Walker being, being the glue, is it me or did Dom not even speak to anyone but Letty in he this didn't. movie? I think he... He doesn't he even spoke, communicate with his crew. He, he hugged Han. Yes. Didn't say a word. Didn't say a word. He kind of was like, oh, okay, to, to like, Tej when he's, like, talking about magnets and shit. Yeah. Uh, 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 oh, okay. Yeah, like, Vin doesn't even, like... He doesn't talk to his crew at all. He doesn't talk to lesser. He's beings. always like looking over a blueprint or something. Yeah, yeah there or, is there is no real like. You, in the other movies, you could see like they have moments with each right. other, like they have a built up thing. And yeah, I think losing Paul Walker definitely hurts. Yeah, because if you even think the Fast Five and Six, it's always Paul Walker that's like it's always Brian that's talking to the crew yeah. and then going and talking to Dom. Who brings who brings Ramsey's in? It's Brian. It's saves Brian. Brian, it's Brian saves, saves her. her. Then then Dom drives her off a cliff. Yeah, I, I feel like Dom. It, he always sees himself as the whipped cream, mm. and never sees himself as the ice cream. But you're there, like the reason why the whipped cream is so good is because the ice cream is there. Exactly. Yeah, and that's because I'm hungry. I've been eating. I've been eating. <laughs> but uh, so we talked about uh, this for an hour. Do you want to talk a little bit about our last campaign that you, the, la- the last D and D sesh that, that we you had? and Will and Nick. Let us into certain doom. Oh yeah, we did. It's uh, it's gonna be great. We have our uh, five men in our in our D and D group, and one of them is a samurai who is pretty much going through the plot of Star Wars. Yeah. And he's we're pretty much in the Death Star, uh-huh. right? We're like right outside of the Death Star, and you know we we beat up a patrol unit. They were a little tougher than they looked, you know. And to, to you, maybe. Well, to me for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I also didn't rage that whole fight. So, no. and that's sort of the keystone of my entire character. <laughs> but, uh, but it's only it, I only rage when Pedro gets hurt. Yeah. Nothing else really upsets. Jokes. I did. I did kind of use that to my advantage in this session. <laughs> yeah. I took a lot of aggro, my friend. I took a lot of aggro. But, uh, but yeah. So. You know, after that, we started, like, the the crew started thinking, like, man, maybe we should, like, draw out more patrol groups so it's, like, less people in this this yeah. Death Star when we go, the Death Star on the top of the mountain. But Will's character, who's Luke Skywalker, essentially, uh, is like, nah, this guy, you know, oh, he killed my father. So, yeah, he, he has a thing where, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of thing where villain kills his parents and then he, uh... He's on his quest for revenge, and we're just kind of on... We're kind of just passengers on this. Right, right. And we did that by choice, because his his, Will's the only one that's still online while we're in person. We also did have a conversation with us saying that, like, all right, if we do this for him, he'll help us out throughout the whole time. Because it was kind of a, uh, you guys go do that, I'll do my own thing. Right. So if we figured if if we go in well with him, then it should be all right. It should be all right. And so far it has been. Yeah. So we go in, and uh, now like the like like Will's character is like, look, I'm I don't care. I'm not waiting any longer. I'm going into this Death Star. Mm. You can go with me, or you cannot go with me. So and then there was a big a bit of a schism 
in our group yeah. while trying to decide this. Where yourself and Mikey's character... I figured we could have used one more round of uh, combat to kind of bump... If we could have bumped our stats up by then. Mm-hmm. Um, dwindle their numbers a little more. Dwindle their numbers, get a little bit... Get another rest in. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know... Give us a give us a better chance, mm-hmm. uh, but no. no, no, because Sam wouldn't hear it. Will wouldn't hear it, yeah. and uh, and that's very on brand for both the character and the player. Okay, he's like that, uh, but you know, Junkus being like, oh, this is our this is our friend. We're only here because of him. If right. he dies, what's the point? You know, why are we why are we waste like why are we how can we just let him die? Whereas Matt, the player, was like, this seems really, like, that's where, yeah. you know, like, jumping in when we're not ready, that's the fun, that's, this is going to be hilarious. I understand that's the fun of it all. So, so, you know, so I had I, I also thought it was pretty fun that what I, I was siding with Mikey the whole time. Trying that to make, was crazy. Trying to make you guys convince at least one of us. That was crazy. I don't know. <laughs> Just the fact that that was happening. Like, this is when you guys agree? Yeah. This is when you guys choose? And oh. had you slap him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was after I slapped yeah, him? Yeah, after you slapped him. Oof. Which I pretty, pretty much thought you guys were going to like, oh, he's definitely in on this because these Cause, two don't get along. Right. So, yeah, so my, me and Mikey, like, this whole time, like, I, I think we've talked about it before where, like, a, a, a running theme is that people slap Mikey. Yeah. Uh, like, his character. Yeah. And so, uh, Mikey started yelling at Junkus, mm. calling you stupid. Yeah. And then Pedro steps Which in. Which he keeps doing. Yeah. Pedro steps in and says, hey, watch your mouth. Yeah. Or there's going to be some hell to pay. Yeah. And he's like, no, he's dumb. He's doing this. He's like, like, you don't talk that way to my man, my guy. Right, right. Like, watch your mouth. Right. And so I was like, I go, I'm going to smack Hero. So I roll like a six. Right. And then it, like Andrew, the DM says, oh, he just catches your hand. But then he tries to slap you. And then you. he tries to slap me back. And then he rolls like a four. And then I catch his hand. <laughs> But because Matt in the combat before had this thing where it was a reaction where yeah you if, a, any, if I was near you you would always hit. if somebody if somebody attacks someone that's five feet from me I can attack them so I stood in front of Matt yeah <laughs> five feet so after we both kind of catch our hands and then Matt rolls a hit die like six and like, he slaps Mikey smacks the shit out of him for six points of damage Mikey was so upset that he lost that yeah. he, that's why I think that's why he was like siding with you so much right. I think he wanted those six hit points back he did he, yeah. he said he wanted he wanted to rest up to get those points back I was like I was gonna say I was gonna try to bring everyone together to like because we, we got into the so the, the, I'm sorry sorry keep going like well so yeah so we're we're disagreeing on whether or not we should go and help Sam or you and hero were resigned to let him go die to well, let I him called, go kill I was himself. calling him a coward hoping yeah. he would come back and I know. try to fight me I know that, I that, that's so. how I was that was how I was I, trying to I know play. and I was hoping that would work but it, it didn't but he's like I'm 60 feet away from you I can't hear it's you like, yeah that does make sense alright it, it was actually ended up being, yeah. <laughs> you poke your head out the door <laughs> you're a coward coward um, I actually thought like Nick's character being the one to kind of bring him back and talk him down right. was appropriate. And that yeah. worked out that worked. Nick did a good job and like talked him down. And then from there, me and Nick were able to come up with a combination of all of our plans Yeah, we were on the fly. For like two days. We, yeah, that. we, de- I think you guys, we hotly debated following Sam for maybe like a good 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. And then in the span of like three minutes, we came up with a plan and that's what we went with. (laughs) 
I, I do have to say, like, this was possibly maybe my... This is maybe why I'm now so... In on it. I have crossed this mountain into, like... Because after this, I was like, oh, I, I started creating characters for my own D&D. Yeah, and yeah. I started doing, like, all this other stuff. Because once we got into the, the Emperor's throne room... Well, I'm sorry. No, no, get, no. Just to the gates. Once to the gates. That's when you took over. That's when I came... That's when apparently... <laughs> I came to life. Yeah. <laughs> so I have this thing called the hat of disguise where I can pretend to be someone else. Even mm. though they don't know who I am, I pretended to be one of these cat, one of the NPCs who like insulted me. Yeah. Oh, even, like, Dude. In, in like the second session. What a deep cut, bro. Right? And I'm deep like, cut. And I'm like, I work for the crown, blah. And I start giving this whole thing that we were attacked and like. Uh, uh, You're being so, a real Karen about it. I was being so obnoxious. Yeah. And. Any time that the Andrew would speak as a guard, I'd interrupt him. I'd be so dismissive yeah. to the fact that it's like, it's like either they're gonna kill us right now, exactly. or we're gonna get all the way to the top. Because these are people that we know could beat our asses because right. they just did it. They just did it, and you're talking to them like they're garbage. Like, dude, like they are nothing. So, like, me and Nick are like, oh, because we're just standing right behind you. We're like, oh my god, like if this but, goes badly, we're. But that's fucked. also a thing. Like, you guys get so nervous when. Pedro does shit because even at the one shot where I crept like and pretended to be a stone each time I was like yeah we're just like Brian's breaking all the rules like this shouldn't work this right. can't work it's like oh just rolling like high yeah. like, but I didn't have to roll for this and I was like oh okay I think you got to play all of it and then you did like one good persuasion roll yeah and that was all you needed and you just yeah. your your role play just took it to the and finish line was going and then we get and then Andrew's walking us through. And it's just like guard after guard after yeah. guard. It's like then we're just like walking past. Just and then I was like, I have to keep going. Yeah. So as he's still describing, I'm still talking. Yes. I'm still just like just being a huge asshole. And then we get to the uh, emperor, like the straight up throne room, the straight up throne room, and that's where the campaign stops. Yes. And I was like, shit, I have yet to talk to this guy once, mm-hmm. so I don't really know how to. If you or if you'll even get the chance, is right. Sam gonna just out us out us right there? That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, it could. Cause I have a I have an idea, and I hope it works. Yeah. But it all depends on what Andrew does. Cause I even said that to our, our to our group chat is that I'm worried about the trap door, and then is tra- you saw a trap door? No, no. I'm. Oh, if a, there's a like a hyper, like, a, like a proverbial a hyperth- yeah, pro- yeah. Hyper- uh, hyperbolic trap door, whatever, <laughs> whatever you're saying. The whole floor just opens. No, like, so exaggerated. So like. <laughs> I'm worried about, like, this whole, like, okay, well, I could get in here, but... Yeah, the reason our plan only took three minutes to come up with is because we didn't think of a plan out. Right. Yeah, and, like, I'm worried about, like, just the other shoe drop, because it dropped before with me, with stealing those those tickets. Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about again. Yeah. Because it feels... I'm not saying, like... It's too easy? No, I think it may have been more reactive than it is, like, planned out. Uh, from our end or Andrew's, Andrew's end? end? Oh, Andrew didn't do anything right. last session. He... But I think he stopped himself beforehand. Mm. Like, he's, we ended the session. So, like, I think, like, I could talk this shit and be like, okay, well, yes, you could, you could, you could fight him one-on-one. And, and if he wins, he wins. But right. can, oh, here's, here's the trap door. Guards still attack you. Right. Yeah. So my plan is, uh, if, as soon as fighting breaks out, Try to slam the door shut and lock it. There's like Limited. 18 guards in there with us. There's already. even more outside. I know. Just throw the uh, yeah. Our best, <sighs> our best chance is keeping it contained, right? And then just raging out. Because yeah. the thing is, if it's close, that means 
we're going to be next to each other. You get advantage every time yeah. you hit someone. You know, anyone tries to move out of our way, I'm I'm stomping them. So me and you could, like, hold it down. I could try to... I don't know how tall this building is. Then I could ag- toss Eris up into the rafters, let her shoot. Then again, it's not like this hasn't happened to us before. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is a classic Junkus and Pedro, You're except this time, Junkus ended up being the one that got us into yeah. this mess. But this is a classic Junkus and Pedro this escapade. Time, this time, Pedro's role-playing got actually get to happen. It's yeah. immediately stopping. <laughs> We're gonna, it's gonna be with the next when we finally end up in Wolf Pine. Yeah. The story at the bar that we're gonna tell about this little uh, side oh side quest God. is gonna be good. It's gonna be good. But we'll let you guys know how that goes uh, on the next session, Probably. on the next episode. Yeah, next episode. Because the next session will be right before it. Yes. Right. So guys, uh, I think that's the shoot. Bang bang. Bang bang. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you also moderately enjoyed uh fast nine if you went to go see it and it, if not it already made 68 million dollars in the u.s box office so someone did up until saturday night she so i think it's gonna do fine good well great because you know the that young up-and-coming uh 53 year old vin diesel really needs uh the, the boost he, he definitely like the most cgi is definitely going into body morphing for him though by the way to like get rid of vin diesel's gut? gut yeah because yeah. there are like pictures on imdb of him like Kind of sitting down, and it looks like me. Blue, yeah. And it's like, ugh, and it's like, object. Yeah, he's got huge arms in the movies, and but he's he definitely it's kind of accurate to what you would think of like Dominic Toretto, like of who he is. He's the guy that would just work arms all the time and not wear sleeves, right? Um, but never wear shorts or never wear. Uh, he's working out. He's working on his engine. Yeah, yeah. Just constantly like cranking wrenches crank, yeah. and doing. He doesn't curls. do bicep curls. He curls lug nuts. Engines, yeah, I guess. This, Whatever. Right, and like, and that, and it shows in yep. the movie. Uh, I'm excited, you know, that this is like another notch in the feather in the cap of John Cena's acting career. Yeah, because you know you want him to be successful, um, not like Taiwan. Okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, I understand why he did that whole. Yeah, apology. I don't like it because they also pandered to. I think they pandered to China in this. 100. percent Yeah. 100. percent Yeah. The they had ninjas. They, the fact that they. <laughs> Which is not Chinese, but yeah. you know. The fact they haven't yet drag raced down the Great Roll of China shows great Ooh, restraint. It's a bigger restraint. It's bigger restraint. Yeah. Fucking uh, Dodge Charger, like souped up against like some fucking like Honda Launcher or, <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> Honda Accord. Still Japan, but you know. No, it's a bad guy's car. Oh, that's right. So he's gonna knock it off the wall. That's right. That's and show right. show that the superior muscle is. That makes sense. A I combination of like Chinese tires and, and American American, uh, American muscle? muscle. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, well, guys, That's you can it. always uh, hit us up for being so in- politically incorrect on uh, Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at MovieMayhemPodcast.com. Um, well, MovieMayhemPodcast at gmail.com. Whatever. You know what it is. You know what it is. You, know, you, you stopped listening. You found us once before. Everything has Movie Mayhem in it. Yeah. And you'll find <laughs> And you'll be fine. You could even go to Public and try that and type in Movie Mayhem Podcast, see what happens. Hey, there it is. All right. All right, guys. Peace. For family. Family. Ride or die. They said it so much. They said it, I think they said it the least in this one. Like an actual family member. Yeah. <laughs>